0: Let me get high, man Let's stimulate your mind Get up, Chucky! What have we got here, fucking comedian? Hey, Rojan Kim Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast It's me, your host, Rojan Kim Thank you so much for listening It is October 15th, 2020 boom, boom, boom. What does that mean? Um, it means we're five months into the COVID-19 lockdown. It means we are at the 100th anniversary year. It's the 100 year anniversary of women's suffrage, everybody. Come on. Come on. Let's give it up for the ladies. Yeah. Let's give it up for the ladies, everybody. Too bad we got to be celebrating such a momentous occasion under lock and key, under lockdown, being locked down. Come on. What's that all about? Um. It's like we're trying to keep women in the kitchen, huh? Keep them in the house. That's what we're doing. It was a, the, it was a movement to, to set women free, to give them political equality and uh, independence. And instead, here we are locking them away in their homes. Tell, we might as well be telling them to go back into the kitchen. Go back into the kitchen and make sandwiches. um, out of PPE or something. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what it's all about. How do I know? I'm just a guy, you know. Like, why? Stay in your lane. I don't have anything to say about suffrage. I would have been allowed to vote back in 1919, even though I don't know. You think they would have let an Asian guy vote? I mean, maybe if I was a citizen somehow. There were citizens. There were citizens of this fine nation that were of Asian descent back then, because um, that was still, I think. Was that before the Chinese Exclusion Act? I think the Chinese Exclusion Act came a little bit later. I don't really know. I know that there were Chinese here uh, building railroads and stuff, right? So that's a thing. Uh, I know that the uh, there were Koreans here at the turn of the century, right, before there was ban—so they must have been here. There must have been citizens. And if they were men, they were allowed to vote because men were seen as logical, rational creatures, Right and uh, women just could not be trusted. They just could not be trusted with... I mean, they weren't even allowed to read. Are you kidding? What, are they going to vote for president? What Are you are You out of your mind? Um, I imagine was what some of the back-and-forth was about the debate. I mean, looking back now, I'm just like, what was the debate? Like, why why not let them vote? Let them fucking, I don't know. Let them fucking vote. But then I started researching this, and it's very interesting because... The main proponents of women's suffrage, uh, yes, there's Susan B. Anthony, who President Trump just pardoned, huh? Come on, credit where credit's due, everybody. Susan B. pardoned, everybody. Yeah, Susan got fucking, she's out, she's out, I mean, she's dead, but her ghost can now roam free. Uh, The ghost of Susan B. Anthony, who is forever trapped in a metaphysical jail because her corporeal self was still considered a criminal, is now free. You know what I mean? She's now free to do whatever. I mean, before she, I mean, she could still vote in the cage, I'm sure. I wonder if the dead, do the dead get to vote? Do they get to vote on the live elections or do they get to vote on dead elections? Like, do they, are they running FDR over and over? Is FDR on his like 100th presidency? Wait, does that even work? No, that doesn't work. That'd be 400 years. Well, anyways. What do I know? I'm going to talk about history. Okay. Well, anyways, apparently the biggest um, opponents of suffrage was actually women also. take out women on the proponent side and women on the opponent side. Isn't that just like women, huh? Isn't that just like them? They can't even agree. They can't even agree if they want freedom or not. Yeah, you dumb dizzy bruds. All right. (laughs) That's probably what was being said back then. I'm not... I'm only trying to get across these are not my beliefs when I call women dumb broads or dizzy bitches or you know chicken head gold diggers you know when I use terms like that when I throw those terms around I'm not uh, you know I don't hate women I'm not denigrating them. I'm just uh, merely trying to be accurate to the time period. You know, there were different cultural norms back then, you know, and so I'm just trying to be authentic uh, to that. So anyways, did you know that the opponents to these dumb broads trying to get votes were other fucking dizzy clams blocking the vote? Because back then, voting wasn't just a right that you got back then, voting came with a list of responsibilities as well. Like you had to actually serve in voluntary fire a firefighter. Uh, as a firefighter, you yeah, had to serve uh, possibly if you're drafted, and this is post World War One, so that was a big possibility. You know, a giant World War where you're drafting all the women. You know, all that stuff is a possibility. Um, and apparent a and basically, with the women on the anti 19th amendment side they did not want the extra responsibilities that were going to be put upon them as voting citizens they were like we prefer you know where we're at and that's fine we don't need to change things right and maybe some of them thought like this is really just a scam to try to, if i can get us to work you know like what we figured it out. We've hacked the matrix. We don't need to work. And now you're saying we need to work? That's fucking bullshit. And I'm not, see, you know, you could see how the other side would be like, these are lazy women. These women are lazy, you know? Like, that's probably what – Um, I can only imagine the debate, you know, because you have – I mean, first of all, the entire country torn asunder by women, right? Just fucking seeking – Uh, the right to vote fighting amongst themselves and then of course you got your men on one side being like yo of course honey of course you should vote and then the men on the other side are like of course honey of course it's ridiculous to make you work like that you know (laughs) so you got these men just like okay we'll just we'll just whatever whatever okay and of course it was passed 19th amendment was passed and what has followed is a century of death and destruction okay after (laughs) after 1919 the 19th amendment was passed what did you have yes you had the roaring 20s for a bit uh uh-huh but then you had the stock market crash right you had uh prohibition going on you had the rise of nazi germany right world war ii the holocaust the atomic bomb you know the bombing of hiroshima and nagasaki uh the korean war the vietnam war it's untold millions and millions dead right that's what's followed in the wake of suffrage coincidence who knows? I mean, I guess, I mean, yes, literally it is a coincidence, but causality? Unknown, you know? But I, I thought it was really interesting, um, and I've talked about this before, you know, when, uh, right after I saw the Ken Burns documentary on Prohibition, which is a fascinating, it's like three episodes, totally worth the watch. The entire history of Prohibition is essentially a cycle of women's rights. So, uh, back, so 19 is women's suffrage, right? 18 was when this voting bloc first came to light and was able to pass a constitutional amendment, you know, the 18th one, which is the prohibition of alcohol, which, if you really think about it, is absolutely fucking bonkers. Like, no other country in the history of the world has ever decided, let's ban alcohol. Nobody's, Nobody's done it, except for Muslims. Except for, like, super religious people. That's it. Just Muslims. Muslims and women. Okay, this is the company. This is the company we find ourselves in. All right. I thought they didn't like each other. I thought Muslims were. I didn't know they saw eye to eye on so much. Okay, but apparently, when it comes to the booze and not having it, it was the women sold the men of this country, and in fact, they sold the whole country to vote enough to pass a constitutional amendment, an entire constitutional amendment, to stop the sale and consumption of alcohol. Right think about weed. you know. There's no constitutional amendment to pass weed. Back in those days, you had to fucking change the constitution to do something like this. And guess who did it? Women, right? It was women behind it all. A big part, what I learned in the documentary, a big part of that was because uh, there were no laws protecting women from their husbands beating them. And a lot of times their husbands would just get really, really drunk and beat the shit out of them. So women you know, after advocating for women's rights over and over, trying to get some laws on the books about domestic violence, they were finally like, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to just get rid of booze. And they were able to make it happen. They, for some reason, they couldn't get people behind stop beating women, but they got behind stop drinking booze. I don't know. I, you know why? Because I think it's like extreme. It's an extremist thing. It is just like the Muslims. It's a very extremist view on how to change society just take away what you would consider an ill and everything would be fixed and instead what happened there was even more ills we got organized crime people were fucking drinking bathtub gin you know like fucking how many young people were lost just trying to have fun trying to drink something and just going blind from drinking turpentine you know what i'm saying like that's that was the consequence of those good intentions and that is what they say about hell right the road to hell what's it paved with good intentions, women, Nah, <laughs> what the road to hell is paved with uh, women's rights, okay, so they passed the 18th amendment, they got a voting block together to pass a constitutional amendment, which you need two of, two-thirds of the majority of every state, um, or I think two-thirds of the entire country's state uh, legislatures have to vote in favor to ratify it, and they did, And then they went on to do 19, which was women's suffrage. Boom. Then they did 20, which was moving the term of office of vice president and Congress and president, like all the people who get elected, uh, to January instead of March because there was this long-ass lame duck session. So women, the voting bloc got together and changed that too. And then finally, after about almost 20 years, um, they decided we got to repeal Prohibition. So that was 21. And guess who was behind the repeal of Prohibition? Another group of women. Okay, There's a counter group of women. It was like younger, hotter women who liked to party. (laughs) That came out of the 20s. You know what I mean? It was like, you got your frumpy, you got your frumpy ladies who just get the shit just mercilessly beat out of. They were just beat. These women were beat to the inch of their lives they had laws back then about the thickness of sticks you know these women are just fucking mercilessly beaten until they finally change the goddamn country they got rid of alcohol you're like oh yeah oh yeah beat us will you fucking you know that's where carry nation you know you had these like kind of dog-faced really just like brick house they look like they could fucking squat you know, 200 pounds or something, you know, these women, you know, she's carrying a hatchet going around, just tearing shit up, just fucking, I mean, this is an extremist, this is a terrorist, this is essentially a woman, women were turned, radicalized into terrorism because men treated them so shittily, they were beating the shit out (laughs) they beat them so bad, they fucking radicalized them, turned them into, basically into Muslims, and they came and they fucking, it just laid havoc on the entire country. They took away the booze. They got themselves the vote. They rearranged the dates, okay? And then by this time, it's almost 20 years, almost a whole generation later, okay? You got young, hot, up-and-coming women who weren't treated, frankly, as bad as the generation before them. And the generation they grew up under, you know, there was plenty of booze. It was not like there was any shortage of booze. In fact, there was plenty of booze. Pl- booze everywhere. People would check, and It was kind of like a lot of partying, fucking, and if anything— what the women were pointing out who are against Prohibition, the women who are for the 21st Amendment, what they were pointing out is just hypocrisy. We live in a hypocritical society now where a cop will arrest you for having a drink and then you see him at the speakeasy that night. You know what I'm saying? It's where everybody knows that the law is bullshit. And that's basically what happened when we created uh, Prohibition is the law now because it tried to regulate morality, people just felt like the law was illegitimate. And it was just like the fucking, that they were a bunch of hypocrites. They are on the take, you know? All these guys, all these cops during Prohibition, they were fucking paying off mobsters and, you know, or being paid by mobsters. Uh, you know, it's a whole racket. The same thing happens with drugs, right? That just moved on to drugs. Marijuana, cocaine, all that stuff. It's just all dirty cops. Dirty cops and drug dealers are all the same, okay? The money just circulates around there, and it's a lot of fucking money, right? So that's what happened. Those good intentions, Right? So you got your party girls coming up, your party girls, girls who are just like, come on, man, let's not fucking be assholes. Let's fucking just be real. Right. And then they came and convinced everybody to repeal the 18th amendment. Thank God. Thank God. Let's give it up to the ladies. Huh? I mean, without women being able to vote, they probably couldn't have voted for um, the 21st amendment. So not like they had to directly vote for it, but you know what I mean? They had to fucking, you know, they got activated, demonstrated, fucking wrote their senators, if I can help put people in the state legislatures and forced the state legislatures, you know, or told them that you fucking vote for this thing. You fucking vote. The party girls say vote for Amendment 21 or no one's getting any pussy, okay? No one's getting any pussy. And that's the thing. See, back in the day when the the sort of rough and tumble ladies of the older generation who were beaten within an inch of their lives. They weren't really giving it up. You know, they, they wore those long ass dresses. They wore, you saw what they wore back then. You know what I mean? It was like, uh, it's goddamn straight jacket or something. It was like a goddamn, you know, layers and layers. Like it was like, how long would it take by the time she took off her clothes? Your, your boner's gone. You know, you're like not even hard anymore. You're cold now. You're just, you're going to bed. I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. And this was before women shaved, uh, before a lot of stuff. Okay. It's a different time. The 21st Amendment girls were hot uh, post-flappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they fucking... And post-shaving. They all smoked, you know? And if she smoked, she pokes. You know what I'm saying? The, the fucking Charleston probably fucked a black guy. You know what I mean? It was just a time. It was an adventurous time. The time of, you know... These are these these were fun women. You know what I mean? These women knew how to have a good time. And they fucking also knew that, like, dude, we can't make everybody miserable. And not only are, they, are people, like, seriously... Only the losers are actually not drinking. The the people who listen to these women, right, the fucking guys with no spines, like everybody else, is just out having fun secretly. That's what they're doing is they're having secret fun because these uh, busybody women are going around being like, who's drinking and who's drinking? You know, they're going around. You know, because you can only imagine uh, after the women – that generation of women who put in prohibition, fucking, you know, they were victorious uh, and they got the right to vote. They're probably fucking walking on uh, cloud nine. You know what I mean? They're probably walking around like they're fucking kings of the world, and they're probably going around reporting everybody who didn't, uh, you know, wasn't abiding by prohibition. Everybody who was drinking, they'd report him. You know, and they're they probably they're probably the ones who convinced the cops to, uh, you, but let's put him in jail. Let's do it. Let's put him in jail. That's us you know, let's get him in there. Kind of like today, right? Kind of like today with the mask shaming, kind of like today with, I mean, it's politicized, yeah, like uh, the Democrats uh, are the ones who would definitely put you in jail for not wearing a mask outside, definitely have a public mask mandate. you know, but it definitely believes that the state is the one who should come in and handle things like public health, handle things like, you know, um, morality racism right who's who's thinking the right thoughts things like that they they believe the state should handle that at least their side of the state because they believe their side of the state is good and then of course the other side of the state the Republicans—they're a bunch of racists and retards, So you know we don't listen to them. But when we're in power, you listen to us, and we—we we, everything we do is right and good. So you don't even have to worry about it, okay? And, and it's very similar uh, to the prohibition thing because there is the conceit of morality, right? There's this idea that they're good. It's like we're better than you. We're better than you. We stay sober. We teetotal. And if you drink, we're going to report you because you're an ill. You you bring illness to the society. It's a sickness that's spreading right and you're supposed to do your part to mitigate it just like now with coronavirus it's a sickness that's spreading you got to do your part to mitigate it by wearing a mask by doing this by bending a knee for George Floyd by doing this, by doing the hokey pokey and turning yourself around okay that's what it's all about you understand that's what it's all about they want to make you do the hokey pokey that's what this is what a whole this whole century of suffrage women's rights all of it is all about making the entire world do the hokey pokey okay that's what it's all about so so here we are, 100 years later, 100 years of suffrage. Congratulations, ladies. I think, you know, I think it's uh, a lot, I mean, a lot got fucking done, you know, since 1920, you know? I already kind of gave you the a broad strokes, right? You're fucking, you got the rise of Nazis and World War II, I mean, fascism, global fascism, communism, millions upon millions of deaths, Okay. i'm not saying this is women's fault you know i'm not saying it's just as i'm not saying it was eve you know it's all because of eve uh all of human history you know it's a a common thing you could say it's her fault eve's fault she bit the apple and gave it to adam i mean there's a very good chance that the dudes are the ones you know who rewrote the bible because adam was the one who bit it and gave it to eve it's very possible it's very possible we don't know this could be fake news we have no idea okay all we do know is that it's now 2020 we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of a lockdown. Meanwhile, the Democratic National Convention is happening right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know where it is. I didn't even know it was going on until I saw that. Like, it was like Michelle Obama was speaking. And I was like, ooh, all these people are speaking. In there. And I was just like, Ava Longoria is like the host. I think it's on the internet. I mean, I think, I think, the Zoom, I think it's a Zoom show. The Democratic National Convention is basically a Zoom show. Okay, so then I got curious, I looked up the Republican National Convention, and it turned out they're going to do, <laughs> they first tried to do it like, uh, I think it was like Charles, North Carolina, then they tried to do it in Florida, and now they're doing it in Charlottes, Charlottesville, or no, not Charlottesville, <laughs> that'd be awesome if you did it in Charlottesville, that'd be, why would you do it there? Well, I just thought it, w- it was a cheap place, the place was cheap. Um, no, Charlotte, South Carolina. And then he's going on tour, and then TBD, it said, it, it's like, so the DNC is like a Zoom show and the RNC is like a club show, right? It's like where club shows are now. They're all in the red states. So it's like you still you know, get to do it in public, but they may lean a certain way. You know what I'm saying? There may be certain jokes that hit harder. You might be able to get away with that hard R. You know what I'm saying? I have a, I have a bit about the hard R. It's just my name backwards. It's um, – anyways. Um, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, And you know what I think, right? This whole thing – pandemic lockdown look i believe it's the pandemic's real in terms of is there a disease okay sure i don't i mean i don't know but fuck it let's say yeah yeah there's a disease what i think is perhaps um see and it's not really i wouldn't say it's like a conspiracy okay i don't i don't think there's a need for conspiracies honestly i don't think conspiracies are necessary because everything everything is just done in the open you know, there's no need for... I mean, we have seven fucking wars going on and neither party... We have two parties, seven war, neither neither party is anti-war. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how the numbers work out. So then something must be up, right? What? There's no... We have this major... We are causing so much death and destruction around the world, yet in our own country, we are hemming and hawing about the deaths from a virus, from a disease. That uh, Okay, fine, it's novel, but diseases occur naturally. Wars don't. Wars are uh, conducted through policy. Wars are conducted through tax money, our tax money. You know what I'm saying? Wars are conducted through human endeavors that continue because the people in charge say they need to continue, and the people who pay for it, us, the tax base, aren't informed enough or, or care enough to say, hey, we got to stop that. But we are informed, and we do care about coronavirus counts, right? Counts, coronavirus cases, right? Everything's climbing. You know, the fear, fear, fear. We are not held in any—imagine the fear you would feel uh, being in one of the seven countries we bomb, okay? Now, that's fear. That's real fear. We are in no danger of that. Yet we are afraid. You know, we're afraid of this virus. We're afraid of shooters. Remember how we were afraid of, of it was like shootings for a while. Then we were afraid of you know um, ISIS, the cars, and then now it's the disease, right? And then you got your t- uh, possible. Mm, race war coming you know like police violence protester violence you got your portland and your Chaz and your chops and all that stuff you know and people are just seeing all this and all it does is foment disarray foment division foment make fear 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 and really all it does is divide us into camps make it easy to market us fear sells a fear also creates buying we're gonna buy we're gonna sell we're gonna do all this it's all driven by fear everybody's making money yeah and then meanwhile while that's going on, everybody's distracted by that. We got a whole military-industrial complex going on that makes shitloads of money, murdering people around the world, using our money, but we don't care. What do we care about? 160 people have died so far from coronavirus. We say, which, okay, that's a big number and that's bad. You know how many people died from uh not from smoking cigarettes? 500,000. Hey, isn't that a whataboutism? Yeah, it is a whataboutism. Whataboutism, it. OK, what about, I'm just saying, if you care about deaths, if deaths is really a metric of concern, why don't we care about greater deaths? Why don't we care about deaths we inflict? If deaths that were, are preventable are so bad, why do 50,000 people a year die from having no health care? I mean, that's preventable. How many of the people who died from coronavirus died because they didn't have health care? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that might have saved them. Those numbers could be down by like a third if they had health care. Maybe. We don't know. We don't care. See? That's the thing. So it's like we care about this because these numbers are put in our face, or jammed in our face, and the, this and that. They're like, this is happening. This is happening. You know? And like, when you really think about it, do we just relinquish all of our freedoms now do we just relinquish everything we just relinquish the economy relinquish our way of life just because we're told that there's a threat cuz this threat yeah right now it's a disease but it could be something else i mean the threat could one day be thoughts i mean it's very, you know that's i think what the hubbub about cancel culture is like i'm i'm with a lot of people in that i do tire of the there's a lot of talk about it, con- cancel culture, it's, it's, uh, you know, Joe Rogan talks about it a lot, it's, uh, you know, what is it, is it good, is it bad, you know, it's, uh, and, you know, a lot of people, harken uh, it back to the communist, communist uprisings, right, like what happens in communist purges, or whatever, any authoritarian sort of takeovers, post-suffrage, um, <laughs> any takeovers like that, um, you know, I think that's the thing about cancel culture is that it's endemic of a certain type of behavior pattern that could get bigger and bigger and sort of sweep the nation like a hysteria, like prohibition. Like the idea that we got to get booze out of here or like suffrage, right? Everybody's hypnotized in this mass delusion that women should vote. Are you kidding? What are you? <laughs> what the fuck? Did you just see what they did with the booze? You're going to let them vote? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I don't know. Is that? Am I? Is this? Is this a Republican show now? Am I a Republican? <laughs> am I? Do my woman hater, woman hater, Rojan Kim announces that women have destroyed this nation. Women as okay. I I actually agree with that. Now see, the thing is here is that like I love women. Like I love women. Okay, I love I'm I love, I love women. No, I, I like I. I'm not talking about women like females, human beings. I'm talking about women as a construct, the idea, the voting block, the identity block. You know, women, I'm with her, that sort of identity. You know what I mean? Like, I'm with her with the the Hillary campaign. I'm with her assumed that, you know, there's a lot of assumptions being there. sort of this tribalism of women, like women are together. Remember when Tina Fey was like, woman is the new black bitch, right? Because they're all saying, like, we we're rising up together, but it's really a bunch of white ladies, you know. So that's the thing real white lady energy. That's what it is. White lady energy weaponized, right? And turned into an identity so that you don't have to be a white woman anymore to be, uh, imbued with white lady energy, right? Uh, they call it Karen's, you know, they call them Becky's, whatever, but it's just, it's consistent throughout time. It's that white lady energy. And now white lady energy is available to everyone. That's sort of what's happened. And maybe that is the gift of suffrage. You know, maybe we thank Susan B. Anthony uh, and I don't fucking know any of these other broads names. Maybe... <sighs> I don't think I said... This is the episode I've said broads, bitches, clams, day. <laughs> used pejoratives for women more than anything. I, I respect women. Okay. I just don't like women as an idea. Uh, I just, like I like individual women but I don't like women this idea of a monolithic group. I just don't like monolithic groups, okay? I just don't uh you know, what am I am I so libertarian? Is that what it is? Am I a libertarian now? Am I some kind of racist? Libertarian, or am I some kind of ultra liberal? What am I? What are? What are you? What are you? That's what people ask me politically. What are you? Are you blue? Are you red? Who will you, will you kneel? Will you stand? You know, will you wear a mask? Will you wear the flag, brother? You know, that's what I'm. I'm constantly being asked uh, by people on the street, and it just depends on whether I'm wearing my bright orange hunting hat or my uh, flat brimmed fitted hat. You know, how I'm feeling that given day and time. You know, am I listening to Sturgill Simpson or am I listening to Lil Wayne on Spotify? That's really, that's really the question. Okay, I just don't fucking truck with any of that. You know, I mean, can you, Is it any? Listen, why? Who am I? I'm a 42 year old Korean American, okay, who's only here because America decided to play a proxy war with Russia and China during the Korean War and because of the Cold War and the nuclear arms race and all of that stuff right all that stuff led to a certain group of geopolitical things that turned Korea the way it did that basically made um Korea an ally right versus North Korea and then um that allowed people men of South Korea to be easily into the U.S. Army, including my dad, which meant that was a path to citizenship, right? And that's how he came over here. So all of this, all of this, this being me, is brought to you by the military-industrial complex, okay? It's brought to you by communism. It's brought to you by World War II, by Hiroshima Nagasaki, by the Nazis. It's brought to you by the Great Depression, right? It's brought to you by the stock market crash. It's brought to you by the Roaring Twenties and back to prohibition and suffrage, Right? And there we are, back again. To, so I'm a product of all of this. I'm a product of suffrage, right? I'm all of this, this, uh, this ability for all of us to be imbued with white woman spirit, right? That's all part of the gift of suffrage. Um, grown men, right? Grown men who are not gay, okay, or trans. You know, basically cis-hetero men, whatever the fuck that is. Just men, 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 right? They, uh, they are, mm, they are texting each other to take walks to talk about their feelings you know what I mean? <laughs> and they are um they're acting men grown men are acting like they're your girlfriends you know it's like the, the, the like you have to listen you have to listen to them you have to listen to the, like the things they were thinking about that thing you did and, and you're like wait, we're not even fucking, like, we're not even, you're not even gay, like, there's not even, like, if you were gay, there would be the possibility, there's not even the possibility, it's like, what is, why are we doing this, what, is, are, you, are we just doing this just because, because you, you're empowered, you're, you're empowered, straight, hetero male, like, what are you, what is this, right, guys with feelings, and I know, I know that I'm a sensitive motherfucker, I am, I cry, I'm I'm not like a tough, I'm not tough, you know, I'm not like some tough guy or anything like that, but I do have a disdain toward, I guess you'd call it weak men, would it be weak, is that what it's, would it weak like woman, (laughs) you are weak like woman, I don't like you, Uh, you know, is that, am I just like an old, I guess that's, I'm old, I'm an old fashioned man, the values I hold near and dear to me don't hold up anymore, they don't matter, Truth, it matter you know no, and I'm not like overly masculine or anything, but I'm just saying like you know guys should not be correcting other guys for saying bad words, okay that's just don't, who where's is there no fun you're sucking the fun away too? what good is that? How are we supposed to fucking kill an animal together, bro, huh, and joke about it? How are we supposed to fucking murder somebody and joke about it? murder somebody because your wife told us to huh how are we supposed to do that? The whole fabric of society unravels once you once men take the position of women, you can't okay, whether it and, and and you know, say what you will about trans women, okay? At least they put in the work. Okay? At least those are guys putting in the work to become women. And so and then are asking you to call them women. Okay? That's fine. Fine. I'll call you a woman. That's you're doing the work. But for God's sakes, the men who are not doing any work, who are not saying they're trans, who Don't want you to call them a woman, but still they want to be treated like one. They want they want to they want you to smile and consider their feelings. Be like, yeah, yeah," and not be like, just shut the fuck up, dude. Just shut up, shut up, shut up. What the fuck are you talking about? We make fun of each other. We do this to have fun. We can't have fun anymore. All right. It must sound like I'm talking about somebody specific, but it's actually pretty general what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. You know, I I think there's just a a lot of guys nowadays are are sensitive. They're all sensitive, and they don't want to be. You know, it's like on some level there's a whole idea that you know white men aren't special anymore so maybe they're insecure because of that but then there's also that um men are just like not really important you know they they're expendable they die that's fine that's just sort of what they do you know and so there's that you know there's the idea that um suicide is at an all-time high right uh these diseases of despair right opioid addiction suicide depression all this stuff is all adding together you know you got your economic woes and all that stuff and all of this does impact men in in, in a lot of ways um not like more or less severely than women but men tend to die yeah (laughs) like men just die you know and that's fine that's what they've done and women are fine with it you know men are fine with it But as soon as the men stop being fine with it, as soon as the, like, I know it's like not healthy to take your feelings and push them down. But I also don't know why I can't stand it when there is no pushing down. There's like at least 30% pushing. I don't know. Just a little bit. Please please, just do it for us. Like take one for the team. Because I think that's what it is. It's kind of a burden okay, to unload all the, fucking living is hard, man, living is heavy, and you have emotions, you have feelings, you have fears, all that stuff's very heavy, every single person has enough to basically traumatize the entire world with the darkness they have inside, the the mildest one of us, okay, not to mention the fucking, the fritzels of the world, you know what I'm saying, the fucking dudes who have their daughters in dungeons and make them raise their incest baby, you know, like, you you got a spectrum, okay, you got a spectrum of behavior, all right, but I think when it comes down to it, all right, um, you got to just give people a break, you know? You can't just unload all your shit on people and then expect them to be like your significant other or your mom or something. You know what I mean? It's just be like, why? Why does all of society have to take on that burden? Why can't you shoulder that burden? I mean, why do? You, why should every – is this like kind of a communist form of um, – emotional support right everybody let's just socialize socialize the emotional loss right privatize all the gains i feel great it's me 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 i did this i did this but when i feel bad the entire world has to feel bad (laughs) it's fucking supposed to be the opposite it's supposed to be laughing the whole world laughs with you cry and you cry alone okay the people who cried were like no i refuse to cry alone now everybody has to cry with me right just like a woman all right (laughs) (laughs) oh anyways happy 100th anniversary of the 19th amendment guys uh get out there and vote right go out there watch the dnc watch the rnc i don't care who you vote for i personally don't want to vote i don't believe in it i just don't believe in it but biden or trump that's that's those are my choices right now those are my choices and if i don't vote i'm just as bad that's if i don't vote it's just like voting for one guy so then it is like voting so then i voted okay so fine all right there you go Whatever. That's the thing about, you know, America, right? It's all about like, fuck the system. The system is broken. Make sure you go vote. Rock the vote, guys. Like, what? Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Something is like. seems kind of like a scam it seems like a little bit of a scam to me i don't know all right guys thank you so much for listening to the rojan kim cast um you know you can catch me on the old apple and the googles and the youtubes and the spotify's uh follow me on instagram and twitter at rojan kim thank you so much for listening until next time goodbye